Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Milwaukee Mennonite Church on January 21st, the third Sunday after Epiphany. Uh, first, I want to uh, thank everyone who's involved in today's service. Um, and uh, Connie uh, actually planned this service. Uh, I'm sort of standing in a surrogate worship leader while she's recovering from illness, uh, but hopefully we'll have her back here next week. And uh, thank you, everyone. Um, welcome to Milwaukee Mennonite Church this third Sunday after Epiphany. We've heard over the past few months the good news of Jesus being born on earth in human form to human parents. And we remember the amazing events that were part of his birth story. Angel messengers, a miraculous pregnancy, an angel chorus in the night appearing to shepherds, and visitors from far off lands, dreams and wonders abound. The, transitions to Jesus, the transition to Jesus's adult years can usually seem a bit abrupt when following the church calendar. This lectionary year, we do proceed directly to the start of Jesus's ministry. These are the essential years of his life. Other gospels tell one or two stories about his growing up years, but the early writers of scriptures felt that the stories of Jesus's ministry were essential to the message that we would be passed on over the years. When Jesus began his ministry, according to the first chapter of Mark, he preached about the good news. He said, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. Soon he began calling the disciples to teach and guide them in the way. The songs and readings for today are centered on ideas of what Jesus's ministry was about, what it means to follow his path. As we enter our time of praising, let's read the call to worship together, number 862 in Voices Together. You who open doors and dismantle barriers, open our hearts to praise you, that we might live the full truth of who we are, that we might live as neighbors and friends, no longer strangers and enemies. Open our hearts to the transforming power of your love, that we might forgive and reconcile, making peace and learning war no more, that we might be your people, one body in one spirit to tell your grace to all the world we pray in the name of the one who walked among us as brother and friend amen uh, let's sing together now uh, voices together number 131 steve will lead us So we have three songs, um, and you're welcome to stand as you're um, able and, and, and willing to. Um, the first song is a song of praise, um, calling us to praise, serve, and love. Uh, the second one is naming Jesus as the center of our faith. And the third one asks the Holy Spirit to be present with us. So it's a, a good sequence of songs here. Uh, number 131. Praise the Lord. 
The next song is number 68, There's No One Like Jesus. Um, and this song has motions, as you know. Um, in the chorus, we are, let's see, I'm trying to turn the page here. Running, running, searching, searching, turning, turning, searching, 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 searching everywhere. So follow me if you want to do the motions. Number 57, inviting the Holy Spirit to be present with us. Holy Spirit, come with power.
Let's read now together uh, number 888, the prayer of confession and the words of assurance. And then if you would like to also at this time, you might want to find 989A and kind of uh, hold your finger there so that we can follow this one with the Lord's Prayer. Number 888. Friends in Christ, God knows our needs before we ask, and in our asking prepares us to receive the gift of grace. We open our lives to God's healing presence, seeking peace with God and reconciliation with our neighbors. We are mindful not only of personal evil, but also of our communal sins, of family, class, race, and nation. We confess to God whatever has wounded us or brought injury to others that we may receive mercy and become for each other ministers of God's grace. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ, and Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old life has gone, a new life has begun. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Now we have the, our scripture reading. The first reading is from Psalm 62, verses 5 through 12. For God alone, my soul awaits in silence. My hope is for him, is from him. She alone is my rock and my salvation, my, my fortress, and I shall not be shaken. On God rests my deliverance and my honor, my mighty rock, my refuge, as in God. Trust in God at all times. O people, pour out your heart before them. God is a refuge for us. Those who have lit estate are but a breath those of high estate are a delusion in the balances as they grow up they are together lighter than a breath put no confidence in extraordinary or hope in robbery if your riches increase do not set your heart on them once god has spoken twice have i heard this that power belongs to god 
and steadfast love belongs to you, O Lord. For you repay all to according to their work. The second reading is from Mark chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming that the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother, Andrew, casting a net into the sea, and they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you uh, your, you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending their nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, so I've got a slideshow because I like pictures. Um, so back in, um, so last September in 2023, I started my second year in the Journey program. And every time I say that, I still have a titch of disbelief that I'm even in the program. Next weekend, I'm headed to AMBS, Anabaptist Mennonite Biblical Seminary, for my spring in-person learning weekend. It is also, it's just unbelievable that I'm in the program. It's unbelievable that I was, that I felt confident enough in myself to pursue the program. And furthermore, that you all believed in me enough to support me. This program has stretched me in so many ways, and I am so grateful for it. I've been wanting to do a thank you summary update type sermon for a while, but was just waiting for the right time. With CE starting today, it seemed to fit. It also fit with the scriptures. It was a great psalm, and the gospel was about Jesus calling his disciples. Journey has given me a has given me such an appreciation for the Psalms. And I know that I've talked about that before. Um, so last, last September, we met at Camp Amigo, which is Sarah Mass's favorite. That's their camp. And it was a little weird being there, not being at Friedenswald, but I got over it. So we were at Camp Amigo for our biannual in-person learning weekend. This is when they take a whole unit of information and they pack it into one weekend along with community building with our cohorts and so much more. I love these weekends, but I also feel like my head's going to explode from all the information. So next week when I come back, I might be a little brain dead. But to be honest, so to be honest, I was not 
even though I like these weekends, I was not looking forward to the that topic last September. Spiritual disciplines and character formation. What? Sitting quietly? Being intentional? It is one thing that I have totally been avoiding. I think partly it is because I only had one idea of what all what spiritual discipline should look like, and that was Norm and his many routines for the day that I could not begin to follow or understand or do. Also, it was also partly because I don't like being in my own head. And, but as always is the case, the spirit knew what I needed, and it was that weekend. The spirit knew I, the spirit knew I needed a quiet, centering weekend. So anyway, back to Amigo in September. I went in with an open mind and hope for the best. Nina Lancott was our leader for the weekend, and she started off by saying, this is a quote, all life is sacramental. We don't need to go out and find and make spiritual discipline. Practice is the path we travel on our spiritual journey. So everything we do is spiritual practice, end quote. So we were all probably, we're probably all already doing it. She had all of us there list ways that we feel connected to God and ways that we feel like we center and then she put it up on the on the board and the list was so long and so diverse and there was nothing that was repeated and um the point is that um none of these are better or worse than any of the others and this was an invitation to do what i need to do and what works best for me this was an assurance that when i sit in crochet and I think about the person that will get the hat or just clear my head when I crochet and start to see tangles in my brain unraveling as I'm then I am centering myself. I'm sure there's a metaphor in there purposefully creating knots and loops while I sort out the knots and loops in my head. Amy, I think we need to work on this. We need to explore that more. Anyway. She had a song that we sang over and over and over. It became an earworm. It also had motions. I can't remember the motions, but this is the song. Um, I have it, um, an icon on my desktop, like my computer monitor desktop. And I play it when I need centering or if I'm being really good, I'll play it like every, like each morning when I sit down on my computer. Um, I also have the words printed out and hanging near my computer, and I can glance at it as a reminder to center myself. Um, so throughout that weekend, she gave us several examples of types of centering prayers. If you're interested in any of them, I've got lists and booklets and packets and whatever. Um, but for me, I need visuals. My office area is full of quotes and song lyrics and stickers and Bible verses to help me to help me recenter. To others, it probably seems totally cluttered, and it is. But when I catch a glimpse of one of the cards or stickers or whatever, it reminds me where my focus should be. So here are some of my current favorites that I have. This one is wait. This one, if you're wondering, brain in a jar is Eric my little brother and he's doing this thing like each 
day he or so he puts out a new like little song and this was the first one that he did and i just i loved it and he and so i made it into a little thing and so i recommend looking up brain in a jar it's on all the streaming platforms um the next one is the song and which we just sang and i like i said i need visuals and this is a song that i use like as a a mantra in my head like when i need to settle myself down um it's also like what i based my tattoo on and so i can do this when i need to remember to i'm really visual <laughs> um and is there another one yep and this is one a friend of mine sends me a bible verse every day which is adorable and i love it and um this was one of them that she sent and i made it into a little it was like right at the beginning of the year and i thought it was a really good way to center um so the main thing that i learned that weekend and in general is that there is no right or wrong way to pray to center yourself to meditate whatever you want to call it so I have visual reminders all over, but on the flip side, there are also times when there are just no words. Since our God is bigger than our minds can even comprehend, God understands us even when we are not using words. The other day I was talking with Norm and I was telling him about an overnight that I had just done with a chronically ill baby. This sweet little boy won't live past two years old and it is just heartbreaking. As I sat with him in my lap, rocking him back to sleep, I had no words, but I knew that the Holy Spirit was with us, wrapping her arms around us, giving us comfort. Norm reminded me and that prayer, he reminded me that prayer does not need words. And that's a good thing because you all know, I tend to trip on my words. I tend to struggle for the right word. I lose words and then my mind wanders. So if I can clear my mind and just go with feelings, that works out much better. And being like being told like that that's okay somehow made me feel better too. I I don't know why I needed this uh, like approval or like a stamp of approval on what I was doing. I don't know. It's another topic for another sermon, I think. So going with feelings, which brings me to the second part of that weekend. We worked on personality profiles. We used the Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram. This was a fascinating dive that, that we took into it. I had always kind of felt like people around me were speaking a different language when they said, well, you know, I'm a four with a Mars and seven rising and a Mercury is in retrograde, INTJ, blah, blah, blah. And so of course I can speak perfect Klingon. And I was like, and I'm always, what? I don't know. And I was a psych major. I've been in therapy. I've taken all these tests, but I can never remember what my number is. I can never remember what my letter combination is or what to do with any of these things. So I just forget them. But knowing where I was on the scales helped me understand better my behaviors and my motivations. Furthermore, knowing where others were on the scale really helped to understand them more. Then putting them all together and seeing how we all interact was fascinating. 
I really want to dig deeper into the Enneagram work with all of you. I think that it could really help as we, um, as we work together to discern hard topics. Spoiler, I am hardcore a number two, which is helper. So when I returned home and started my third unit online, the third unit was Anabaptism, Foundations and Future, A Way of Being Church. And I was so excited. I, like as soon as I saw that that was the title, I immediately sent Mark a text and I sent Peter a text, maybe Chris, like I cannot even, like I was like, this is so exciting. And, um, and even though I taught Sunday school, whatever, and I had like the basics, it was like really getting into it was so fascinating. There is so much history, so many players, so many weird things that we could spend a very long time on the history, but we're not going to. What, import, what is important and what sets us apart is our core beliefs. These core beliefs were first listed back in 1527 in the Schleitheim Accord. The Southern German and Swiss leaders came together and through discernment and consensus, sound familiar? They listed these seven convictions. And to this day, we're still working through, we're working with these and working through these. We're part of a dynamic movement as Anabaptists. It is a gift that we can continue to discern, but that can also be challenging. We are set up as a church that makes decisions in community. We do not have one person at the top making our decisions for us. When new situations arise, like should women be allowed in leadership? Um, how do we handle, um, you know, coverings, things like that. We gather as a community, we look to the scriptures and begin the work of discernment with the, the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. I have learned so much in this unit about how and why Mennonites are the way we are. Knowing the history and looking at what happened around them at key points in history explains so much. This is where you all come in. As we started, as we started this unit, the very first thing we did was read the booklet, What is an Anabaptist Christian? by Palmer Beckett. Not all the students that take the journey program are Anabaptist, which I didn't know until I got there. So um, they wanted all of us to start at the same place. It goes through the three core convictions and gives the history of how we got there. I'm not going to go into any of that here because after reading it, I knew I had to bring it to you all. Over the past few years, we have had so many challenges and changes in our, in our church, in our world, in our lives, everywhere. And I think going back to the basics is a good place to start as we work to reconcile with each other and we work to move forward as Mennonites in an ever-changing world. I am really looking forward to reading and discussing this with you all during our Christian education time. Thank you again. Thank you so much for your continued support of my journey through the journey program. If you ever want to talk to me about it, I would be so happy to sit down with you with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and discuss all that I've learned.
Thank you so much. I picked the next hymn because of the author. And Steve will lead us in that. Yeah, I think of We Are People of God's Peace as sort of a, a core identifier hymn for us, um, identifying our connection to God and God's peace. Um, based on the writings of Menno Simons is the, the text. Seven ninety seven, sorry. Let's pray together using the prayer in uh, Voices Together, number 996. And I'll add a time of silence um, when we can pray for the requests that we've just heard and any other things, uh, things spoken and unspoken in today's, in today's service. Uh, you'll be responding with, God of grace, hear our prayer. Again, this is 996. 
Listening, God, you hear our prayers before we speak, yet welcome our praying. Therefore, we come with confidence to lay our requests before you. We pray for Christians everywhere, for our denomination and congregation, for strength to persevere in faithfulness. We pray for the whole people of God. God of grace, hear our prayer. We pray for the nations of the world, for all leaders, and for those who make policy decisions. We pray for the well-being of our global community. God of grace, hear our prayer. We pray for the earth and all living creatures, for regions and species at risk, and for the sharing of resources. We pray for the wholeness of creation. God of grace, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are overcome by violence or victims of injustice or oppression, and for those in poverty or pain. We pray for all who need healing and peace. God of grace, hear our prayer. We pray for those who endure trials, for those who are dying, and for those who mourn. We pray for all in need of comfort and hope. God of grace, hear our prayer. Now I'll leave a little bit of silence here. You have heard the prayers of your people, O God. We rest in the comfort of your care as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our closing song is in Voices Together, number 413, As Long As We Follow. So I had to look up the Lingala translation, of course, um, and it's quite different. Um, the wor English words, as long as we follow in the way God's leading, we know God's reign will surely come. We know this. We know this. We know God's reign will surely come. Um, the Lingala translates something more of, um, we walk in the way of heaven slowly, and malembe, malembe is slowly. And I just was curious and wanted to ask you, why would we walk in the way of heaven slowly? No need to rush. We're not going to get there faster because we walk. <laughs> less likely to stumble. You've come up with like four other ways that uh, to think about this walking slowly. So um, we'll sing the English, um, but I think it was really a, a good reminder to me that yeah, we, maybe we are um, 
not trying not to stumble um, that we won't get there faster because it's up to God. We can savor this this walk to heaven. So um, we'll sing this. I'll sing it once through so you can just hear the hear the tune, and then we'll sing it. Uh, each part, uh, the first verse repeats, and then the refrain repeats, and then the second verse repeats, and the refrain repeats. So that's how it'll go. As long as we this blessing to you to give you strength and courage for the week ahead. Go, knowing you are beloved by God. Go, praising God for the good news. Go, living and sharing the message of God's grace, peace, and love. Amen. Thank you.